I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Handbags at Dawn, the show devoted to setting free the rarely publicly aired innards of our handbags, liberating our lidless lipsticks and releasing our dusty raisins. Flying the flag is scary, but someone's got to do it. We're your dedicated to bag detritus hosts, Charlotte Edmonds and Jessica Johnson. I'm a TV creative and have worked on The X Factor, Britain's Got Talent and Red or Black. You'd think that I'd be able to come up with something more inventive to play with my two children than, uh, puzzles again? <coughs> I learnt my craft writing for the broadsheets, then progressed to the world of online fashion editing. Having two children encouraged me to go freelance, which has additionally opened new doors for me, namely parenting magazines and soft play centres. Yeah! This is the one where we talk toys, technology and tiredness with a magazine mum. <laughs> We're delighted to welcome this week's guest to Handbags at Dawn. She's a mother of two who used her experience in directing accounts at advertising heavyweights Grey at MNC Saatchi to create and launch the now number one monthly parenting magazine in the UK, Smallish. Called the Ultimate Bible by Times Fashion, this luxurious read provides just the right amount of escapism for the modern mother, covering subjects ranging from food to fashion, maternity to marriage, careers to cakes. And the driving force behind it all is the dynamic editor-in-chief, Estelle Lee. Wow, what an intro. I'd hire me. (laughs) (laughs) We are coming from your beautiful home in London. Thank you for having us. So, we obviously are fixated on handbags, and we heard you had rather a nice one. Would you show us your handbag and tell us a little bit about it? I will. It's kind of the mother of all handbags, and there was a bit of self-gifting involved in the sense that I'm approaching my 40th year, and I decided to present myself with a Celine handbag, and uh, I had to hide it in the cupboard for quite quite a few months before bringing that baby out. It's the kind of handbag of dreams as far as I'm concerned. It's actually making me feel scruffy and awful just sitting next to it. It's just so beautiful on the outside but on the inside, you know, like every other mother, I've got the felt tips, the Lego, the snacks and I guess it's just symbolic of my life (laughs) in that so much of it is about portraying the right image and yet on the inside I'm just a mum like everybody else. Does that sit easily that luxury mixed with mum? Definitely, yes. I mean for me that's what smallish is all about it's a touch of aspiration and a touch of luxury and the things that you love looking at and they don't have to be expensive this is a very impressive handbag but what we believe here on handbags at dawn is it's what's inside that counts absolutely are you able to have a little fondle inside and pull out our first item i am indeed so my first item is a stick i feel threatened <laughs> I know. sorry sorry i put it down 
And where was this collected? This was collected in the wilds of Wandsworth Common, near where we live. It's not actually symbolic of anything. I genuinely do walk around with sticks in my handbag. Um, I have two boys, four and five years old, and sticks can be anything. Swords, lasers. It's funny, as a children's magazine editor, you can imagine the things that pass over my desk. You know, the most amazing toys. And yet, all my children really want to play with is the simple stuff. What are some of the amazing things that pass across your desk? on a daily basis oh lord I've seen it all recently a children's uh, wheelie case that actually turns into a scooter the trunky has won many many awards but once you get to four and five and you know you're in the world of scooters frankly this thing is genius what's it called it's called the flight case Ooh. we were at terminal five recently and even the BA ground staff passport control everybody asked me where is this from probably by August these things will be banned because <laughs> Freddie took out a line of people getting off the plane you know <laughs> there's a ramp so but he was out of customs first, so in your face, yeah, exactly. people. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> we moved quicker, so I was happy. It is such an incredible yeah. magazine, and yeah. now it's got full UK distribution, yeah. and you can buy yeah. it in the shops, and it, it's fantastic. How long had you planned to do this, and what made you decide that this was something you should be doing? Looking back now, I mean, the, the decision was quite a quick, spur-of-the-moment thing. I looked at the magazines around me, and I didn't feel that there was anything that spoke to me. You know, whether you're doing it via the medium of Instagram or print media, you do self-identify with the women that you want to hang out with or the things that you like, whether you're interested in food or interiors or fashion or how to potty train, you know, you will go and seek out those places. And so for Smallish, we try and cover a lot of ground over a number of categories. Not everybody has just one child, so you will be at a different stage with different children. And for me, the focus was not actually the child, it was about the mother and that for me was what I didn't see parenting magazines doing. I wanted something that was mother-centric but in an intelligent and accessible way but still with the fashion, with the interiors. Obviously children's fashion now is such a huge market and it's a huge part of your magazine as well. As much as I say I work in children's fashion I do try and keep my feet on the ground because at the end of the day they are children and they do get sick and they will roll around in mud and they will use pens that don't wash off on their new shirt. Why are they in Vincent. I know. It's and why are so they children? Don't do it to us, Crayola. I have banned felt tips. I am that mother. We don't have felt tips in our house. No. I mean, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. The, 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 the eye twitch whenever I saw the felt tip going near the new sofa, I just couldn't deal with yeah, it. Yeah, they always go off the edge. If you're going to invent felt tips, invent paper with a border that goes up one metre. Yes. So the children can't order <laughs> up, you know, yeah. one inch. So they can't just do that little, is that annoying tiny extra line? <laughs> yes. Innate Navy blue. Yeah, you know, there are magazines out there that are very high concept in terms of fashion. You know, it's a bit of fun. And that's what I hope that we've tapped into. I'm just remembering a fashion disaster I had aged five. I went on going live with Phil Schofield. No. I did. Sarah Green. <laughs> and I knew I was going to be on camera. So my mum selected for me my outfit that day. Bear in mind, this was the 80s. I know it's hard to imagine. <laughs> but she chose me that day Hawaiian print trousers Love. of the the baggy variety, a bright pink non-matching top with a girl with standy-up hair like Marge Simpson with the words emblazoned, how do I look? <laughs> the answer is crap. <laughs> and I was on national television. Like, mum, what were you doing to me? All my friends were like, so you're on TV? What were you thinking? 
thinking. What do you wear with mummy? Did you mean to? That sounds to me like somebody may be telling us it's time to move on to the next item. They make a good point. Can we have another look in Celine? We'll call her by her first name. Oh, this is going on okay. a long time. Oh, it keeps coming. Oh. It's still coming. Oh, it's snaking out. <laughs> it is, in fact, a rose gold iPhone charger of um, approximately four metres long. I essentially am umbilically attached to my phone in a way that probably isn't that healthy. My husband politely suggested that maybe I should buy some chargers because I was constantly moaning that my phone never had any charge and trying to steal his. And, um, and so I bought a pack of ten and accidentally bought them four metres long and rose, rose gold, gold. And, um, <laughs> I know they did rose gold I know it's the most stylish phone charger I've ever seen I agree can I, say? I agree and um, I feel that they add a certain amount of bling to my handbag and the four metres thing that's yeah. new you know you can plug it in and then run off do you know what that is like it sounds like a new invention but if you think about it that's what phones used to be like yes. <laughs> attached to something that you can walk around with you know and the cable so, so it feels terribly cutting edge it's not <laughs> no, no. But this is very good. So you say you're unhealthily attached to your phone. I am. Describe your usual usage. Well, my phone is very large. I have the iPhone 6. Oh, it's big. And I mean, I depend on it with my life, to be honest with you. I'm definitely addicted to my phone. Somebody suggested to me that I should look at my phone twice a day. I mean, I was laughing. <laughs> Tears were running down my face. That's okay if both of those times are for six hours straight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I mean, I do look at my phone probably on average once every three minutes. My life is my phone my email you know I use Instagram as a research tool I do my shopping on it I communicate with childcare schools parents you name it you know I mean like everybody you know my phone is just part of how I live my life every day and there's no doubt about it as far as I am concerned my phone is brilliant but then put it down you know it's about creating rules so that you know my life is workable but also I am 100% present with my kids or 100% present at work but then at the same same time I do think the phone allows me to run my business in a way that means I can go and pick Freddie up at midday on a Wednesday if I want to yeah I mean you're absolutely right we're made to feel so guilty about our phones and our addiction to our phones and yet as you say they allow us to live a more modern life where we are able to do all of these things all at once I think the difficulty is that it's not accountable so a lot of the time you're doing stuff on your phone and your children don't know what you're yeah. doing and so I always try and tell them scrolling through the Daily Mail sidebar of shame, sweetie. What are you up to? No, I'm working. I'm emailing people. Do you think there's a dying art of conversation at play here? I use my phone for writing and reading and I don't use it enough for ringing. And I love speaking. I got myself a podcast because of it. Um, but I really enjoy chatting and one of the only times I settle down with a phone is to talk to my nan. I love chatting to her because she's old school. We'll have a conversation. And I was staying at her house the other day the phone rang my nan was upstairs and she went do get it Charlotte get the phone a landline freaky okay I'll pick it up what is this shit <laughs> and um, answered it and it was this lovely old lady who went hello hello and I was like, hello, hello. Um, yes, sorry, my, my nan's just with the children. I went, Can I help? She went, oh, who's that? And I went, it's Charlotte. She went, oh, Charlotte. Now, what it was, and she proceeded, without knowing who I was, to speak for 20 minutes. And in that time, she told me about her knee operation. She'd been down to Plymouth that day. She'd seen a lovely consultant, Charlotte. I'd snap them up if I was single, let me tell you. <laughs> and she went on and on and on. And at the end, went, so anyway, you tell her I cold made. I'll speak to you again soon. Lovely chatting. I told my nan. She rang. She went, oh, God, do I have to call her back? <laughs> <laughs> but I loved having this chat. This lady just decided to share her life with me. It's just something that just doesn't really happen anymore. I know, it is true. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I feel like conversation is a dying art. And I remember when I was working in Adland, you know, many, many years ago, and my bosses would constantly bang on and say, don't hide behind email, pick the phone up. It's advice, actually, that has stood me in good stead. I still believe that mobile phones are a good thing. They are. I mean, they're brilliant. How yeah, did anyone ever meet anybody before right. them? Right. I met my husband <laughs> on internet dating. There you are. Internet dating, that's very interesting. Because Indeed. when it first started internet dating, do you remember everyone being highly suspicious of it? I totally. And now everybody Everybody does it. What was your experience then? Obviously a good one. Yeah, I did the Sarah Beanie, mysinglefriend.com. Oh, yes, my single friend. That was brilliant. And, Who set um, you up? Who decided you should be on it? There was a couple of girls in the office back in advertising days. And it was good because you had to write about your friend. So she wrote my kind of, Stella's blah, 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 blah. What did she say? I, can't, I couldn't <laughs> tell you, but she was my bridesmaid, so it couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> and, um, and Andrew, my husband's best man, wrote his. And actually, we nearly didn't meet. Because, I don't know, I think I probably had too many dates that week and I just couldn't be bothered to commit. And it's that thing, isn't it? Of, it's that you know, sliding doors it thing. It is, it, it is. Yeah, and the rest, as they say, is history. We met. No, it's so... not. We need to delve into okay. it. <laughs> what did you think when you first met him? I thought he had a lot of bags. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that! <laughs> Came in with a lot of shopping bags. So that was my first impression. He thought I was this cheeky young ad girl and I thought he was this terribly stylish, suave, lawyer and there we were yeah did you see that deliciously ella got married and obviously flowing and beautiful and grecian as one would suspect Indeed. but didn't she say about him that i saw him walk into a cafe and he ordered an almond milk latte and i just knew he was the one for me <laughs> isn't it weird i know i was like that's the sort of thing that made me get up and never think of that person again <laughs> Metrosexuality, no, no <laughs> I like a, a man that can beat his chest and I'm pleased know. it was his chest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is a good gadget. Your charger, just to bring it back to the item in question. Indeed. This is a great gadget. What other gadgets do you have that you rely on? Good question. I guess my number one gadget, in fact, if you took it away, I would be deeply traumatised, is my coffee machine, which is a monster. It's a Jura, and I got it for my birthday last year, and we now consume probably in excess of the World Health Organisation limits on caffeine per day. Estelle's actually breakdancing as she tells us this. <laughs> I adore it. I absolutely adore it. It's definitely the number one machine in my life. That's interesting that you talk of caffeine. Do you find you're quite a tired person? Because if you are, you should join our tiredness competition. <laughs> we have a round table supportive chat about how tired we are, but ultimately it's a competition. So I don't know if anyone's got anything that happened that made you go, good Lord above, I'm so tired. I've got one and it happened last night as I was uploading this week's podcast and you have to click something that confirms you're not a robot. And... <laughs> <laughs> and I clicked it and apparently I did something wrong so we went back again and you could tell at this point that the website was getting a little bit suspicious ah this one's displaying idiotic tendencies of roboticness <laughs> we'll ask her a few more difficult ones so then it gives you nine pictures of random things and you have to select the eggs or the flan or the buckets in the picture. Do you know how many of these it took me? It took me six different goes. I kept getting it wrong. <laughs> I got it wrong so many times I started to suspect that I was a robot. <laughs> and that had to have been tiredness, right? That's my tiredness entry. Okay, I've got one as well this week. My poor little boy has suddenly come out in eczema on his cheeks and um, his face is a little bit sore at the moment and he woke up in the middle of the night as he still does despite the fact that he's two and um, he was a little bit upset and then I saw his cheeks were looking a little bit sore and I just sort of in my you know kind of cross-eyed state went and grabbed the nappy cream the kind of proper thick zinc nappy cream which is hardcore stuff and I slapped it all over his little cheeks but when I went in the next morning I mean, you would not believe the scene. It was like yellow, I don't know, plasticine, basically. It just been sort of rubbed into all of the sheets. He kind of just looked, he looked jaundiced is the only way I could describe him. Sort of chalky, flaky complexion. And that was me trying to do the right thing. Did it help? It took a while to get off, so that probably didn't help, <laughs> ultimately. All the new cells, right? Scrub those away. <laughs> Lovely, start again. And Estelle, do we I have got... anything? Earlier in the week, taking my eldest to school, decided to jump in the car because we were obviously completely late. And he kept saying, Mummy, what's wrong with the car? And I was just, get in, shush, stop it, you know, as you do. And he kept on and I was really about to tell him off because we were at this point very late. And the poor child had been trying to draw my attention to the fact that the rooftop box off the top of our car had been stolen. <gasps> so, um, yeah, so that was quite annoying. And uh, in my tiredness and irritation, I hadn't actually noticed. Wow. People are mean. I know. So that kind of ruined my day. That's rubbish. But how do you casually walk down the street with a roof box just sort of... Maybe if you put it on your head and go... (laughs) Everyone just assumes you're a car. (laughs) We've been through the forest too much. I want to go to some play. Well, with that, maybe that's the time to move on to your third and final item. So my third and final item is, in fact, a very beautiful um, Palmera print note 
notebook from the House of Hackney, which I bought recently. And I have a bit of a thing about notebooks. I'm a Virgo, I like stationery. It taps into my kind of design aesthetic that I love. The fact of the matter is, I haven't actually written anything in it yet. <laughs> Essentially, I tend to live my life either on email or post-it notes. So I have, at any one time, about 12 post-it notes or lists in my bag on bits of paper and that's how the magazine gets produced. <laughs> but you know, when I was working at Net-A-Porter, that was basically how Net-A-Porter got produced. Yes. It was post-it notes all over every single wall. You're very on trend In, in the office, well. we put post-it notes on the wall, and when something gets done, we take the post-it note down. It actually is very heartening to hear that that's how it is, because I think sometimes magazines can be a little intimidating. What, for you, makes you go, that ain't going to make the cut? Ooh, good question. I think rather than answering that question, I'd say, what's my criteria for what does make the cut? I think invariably. I like things that are a bit unexpected. I like women that are different, who are stylish but have a point of view. I like stuff that I haven't seen before, things that are stylish, things not just useful but nice to look at. I mean, God, you know, if you're going to have children in a house full of plastic, then you may as well have plastic that's quite aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> that reminds me, I've got a lovely godson and when he was three, I was really chuffed with myself because I hadn't had kids yet and I, was, I went to the toy shop and I bought him this plastic brightly coloured little wheelbarrow with gardening tools in it. I was delighted with myself and I spoke to his parents afterwards and they went, oh it's wonderful, you know how children just love that plastic tasteless crap? No darling, it was really super. I actually tried really hard. That wasn't ironic. What was your favourite toy when you were growing up? Oh good question. Um, I would have to say the Cindy Doll's house. I was a Barbie girl. Barbie, girl. Mm, Barbie. Yeah, yeah. What did you do with your Barbies and Cindy's? Yeah. And don't fight you I have to say I did show early signs of being a yummy mummy because mine had a red Range Rover and horse box. God, she sounds fabulous. <laughs> so my Barbies would always end up being sort of assaulted by my younger sister. So I had a favourite who was called Whitney. And I remember, I still remember to this day, coming home from school and seeing this trail of brown nylon hair going up the stairs. And I just thought, no, no, Whitney! <laughs> and getting upstairs and seeing Whitney lying on my bed with a crew cut. Did your sister yeah. just say she ain't Whitney anymore? She's Winona. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, and that was often what ended up happening to my Barbies. I don't know what was going on with my sister at the time that made her do this. <laughs> Very troubled child. It was a good way to experiment without actually vandalising yourself. Well, I did vandalise myself. No. Yes. Mirror on the floor, scissors, thought nobody will notice, hid the hair. My mother's screams could probably be heard in the next town. <laughs> <laughs> I saw an incredible clip the other day of a little girl who'd obviously watched her mummy doing makeup and hair tutorials on YouTube. This kid had long blonde hair. She was explaining, today I'm just going to be showing you how you can cut your own hair. Got the central bit of her forehead at the top, pulled her hair up and cut at the scalp <laughs> oh, no. a bald patch and kept cutting so she had... <laughs> like Terry Nutkin. Exactly like Terry Nutkin. What I love is that this little girl had been very sensible and taken the precautions to cover herself with a napkin first. <laughs> you know, lest there be any spillage. <laughs> this is Sundabidoti. Well, this is a brilliant place to leave it, Estelle. Thank you for welcoming us to your gorgeous Thank you home. for coming. And thank you for guesting on Handbags at Dawn. How's your experience been? It's been enlightening. <laughs> 
I don't know if that is in a good or a bad way. <laughs> You're a woman of mystery. We've loved speaking to you again this week. We are at Handbags Podcast on Instagram and Twitter if you'd like to say hello. Also, you can find Estelle's fantastic magazine, Smallish, in WH Smith and Waitrose and also online, smallishmagazine.com. Thank you so much for listening. We can't wait to speak to you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you can. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.